tell you one thing about that song it came out in the 80s and even when i heard it back then i thought it was kind of creepy you know like these are grown-ass men and they're talking about a 17 year old and her only being 17 and she was still hot and their dad <clears throat> doesn't think she's full grown but he is certainly creepiness about it. but i guess it was different times and it was okay to talk about 18, 17 year old, something that's kind of taboo now and something that's definitely going to be our subject for today because some stuff been going around in the industry about 18 year olds and people having that discussion and I think it'd be a good idea to talk about it. But before I do that, I want to apologize again for being away, but this one, I really did have a good excuse. I did have COVID. I was sick. I was coughing and it was pretty bad. Not bad enough, not bad enough to get hospitalized, but it was bad enough for me not to do the show because I legit kept on coughing. I was all stuffed up and you can hear me. I'm still a little bit stuffed up, but you know, it's time to do a podcast and I've been getting a lot of messages and people ask me if I quit and Philippe Esparza once said that, Hey, hit a hundred episodes and then maybe I'll have you on my my podcast so felipe i got fucking 88 more to go <laughs> so um yeah so again i will say again for all you people that have been sick who are vaccinated or not vaccinated look <clears throat> i was vaccinated i got sick it wasn't horrible it sucked but i was sick for a week but then afterwards i was still i wasn't 100 percent, and it took a while to get 100 percent. But I'm not political. I don't give a shit what you vote for or whatever. But I believe in vaccines and I think you should go get them. But if not, hey, it's you, your choice. Who the fuck am I, right? <clears throat> so today's episode is going to be about the age of porn, meaning what's a good age to join the porn industry? And that question cannot be answered simply yes yes people should do it or no people shouldn't do it because there are so many things involved with making a decision with porn and some girls are pretty smart about it pretty responsible it's a business no drugs no boyfriend drama just do your thing have a have an exit have an out either it's money or amount of time you're going to be in and then you're out 
<clears throat> but the problem is you hear most of the horror stories in porn. You hear more of the disasters in porn, the suicides in porn. You know, all the edgy stuff, all the edgy news that, that gets people interested in today's social media world. But you don't hear some of the good stories, some of the stories of girls who come in, they did their thing, they're independent, pay for their homes, pay for their cars, pay for their education, and they were out. <clears throat> and there are some of those girls also. You know, it's not all horrible. It's not all terrible. You know? But <clears throat> I think it has to do with how you were raised, how you're able to handle situations. And it also has to do with whatever agency you come into or who you start working with, because you come in with a great agency. They're going to steer you to great company. So you're going to have a great time or you're going to go on Twitter and say, Hey, I'm shooting with people and you'll shoot with some guys who are not in the industry. You'll shoot up with guys that just want to fuck chicks or whatever, get a disease. And it's not good. It's not good times. <clears throat> there you go. See, let's go kind of coughing a little bit. Um, but I'm going to talk about both sides. Um, either you should join at 18 or they should make it a little older, but it's a little bit different now. You can't really make the comparison to now to a few years ago. I always like to say the, the pre and the post only fans era before only fans and after only fans, because there's a lot of girls now that can't wait to turn 18 because as soon as they turn 18, they're going to open up an OnlyFans account and they're going to start doing their thing. <clears throat> Before OnlyFans, it was a little tougher because you had to go to an agency and they had to pick you up and not everybody got picked up too, especially with the good agencies, especially with the big agencies. Not all of them are going to have you work for them and you start doing all the, then you'll start working with the independent smaller companies and those are pretty brutal. You know, they're pretty, they really don't pay their models a lot or they really don't take care of them or whatnot. But let me talk about an experience that I had with somebody who's young, a young, I don't want to say porn star at the time. She was a young girl who, who wanted to <clears throat> get, in the, get in the industry. She didn't really have any ideas where to go or whatever. And I ended up, shooting with her and I told her, okay, these are the agencies you should go to down in LA. She went down there and she became a legend. You know, this is uh Jinx Mace, you know, you guys know I work with her a lot and she's a good friend of mine. And but to me she was the epitome of how somebody who's young should get into the business and then get out. Because she okay. I'll lie. She was 19. She had barely turned 19. So she was closer to 18 than 19. But, and she told me what she wanted to do. And I'm like, okay, cool. And like I said, she went to LA and she killed it. She signed with the biggest company at the time. I don't want to give them any uh, promotion. It's, I don't know. They're not that great. But they put her right to the big companies. She did hardcore right away. She didn't wait. Because there's kind of unwritten rules for new girls that they will do solo scenes. They will do 
girl, girl scenes and then boy, girl scenes and then, Eno, and then, <clears throat> um, you know, gang bangs or whatever. She went, she dove head first. She, she dove head first into porn and she worked with all the big companies right away. She started making a lot of money right away. And she killed it. She killed it. She never posted any personal drama on her social media. She never talked bad about anybody publicly. She never got into drugs. I mean, she didn't even drink. Like, Jesus. And once it felt time for her to move out, she left. She's like, all right, I'm out. And she didn't really have like a big old thing. Like, okay, I'm going to make a big old announcement. Nope. She was just done. That was it. <clears throat> and again, her parents are still married. Her parents, she comes from a good, strong family. And again, she didn't fit that that stereotype. She didn't fit that stereotype of like, oh, old porn stars come from a, a broken home. Old porn stars get raped, abused as children or whatever. How's that happened? Yes, but that happens to everybody. They don't have to be in the porn industry too, to have that kind of lifestyle or, or that happening to them. So she did it successfully. Now, I work with other girls in the meantime, same background as hair, parents married or whatnot, but always posting personal drama on, in their social media, <clears throat> talking shit about people on social media, uh, not being current, not being, um, what's the word, not being, <clears throat> not working all the time, just working whenever they feel like it. And it just, it was a total different experience for what Jinx did. And to, even to this day, when I work with a new girl who wants to be in the industry, I tell them, look, this is what I think you should do. You should be professional about it. Show up on time. Don't show all fucked up. You know, don't, I mean, don't show up on set fucking high. Do your work and get out leave, you know, don't, don't, you have to stick around or whatever, you know, but everybody's different. Everybody's totally, totally different. And I kind of want to compare my experience in joining the military at 18 versus, you know, joining the porn industry also at 18. These are dramatic things that are going to change your life. These are things that you're definitely going to go from a little kid at 18, 17, 18 or whatever to joining the military, maybe going to combat or joining the porn industry and being suggested to a lot of, uh, criticism, criticism, criticism. Oh my God. Crit you know, <laughs> that's my English as a second language. Fuck up. Criticism. There you go. Um, as a young 18 year old, because it's one thing being bullied in school, but if you're a young porn star and, you have a certain amount of followers. The bullying that goes around in there, it's it's crazy. It's 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 just to to a hundred degree more than what you would gotten bullied in high school. <clears throat> so the comparison is that is the whole mental mental awareness that you have for being in the military, being on a DMZ patrolling something, being on guard duty or something, and and that affects you mentally. And also being a young porn star and being bashed by thousands of men on a daily, daily basis. So what's, what's the, what's, 
you know, should should it be legal for people joining the industry at 18? Should it be legal for people joining the military at 18? Personally, a person who's been exposed to both, because I was in the military and I've been in the porn industry. Honestly, my personal opinion, and it's not going to mean anything to anybody, I think people should be 21. Honestly, I think people should be 21 in order to do both jobs because I think at 21, you're more separated from that usefulness that you have, that being a little kid, than being 18. I think 18 is too young, personally. And not because the physical part of it, but I think it was more the mental part of it. I think 18, you're still very, very fucking young. <clears throat> and again, it's not everybody. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but you know, too bad we can't take a test and to kind of, to, to determine if somebody's old enough to do something, but I'm making that comparison to my personal experience, not, not by any, by not by any other research or whatever, but my experiences in the military I think I, at 18, I was too young because I went to combat when I was 19. And, and to this day, on a personal note, I mean, I have issues because of that. I'm on disability to the VA because fucking extreme PTSD. And that's something that happened to me at 19. And I'm sure girls at a young age that are being bullied because of the porn industry, they have some kind of PTSD. And look, I'm not being soft. I'm not being like, oh, look, you, know, you can't take it. <clears throat> But you don't know everybody's experience. You don't know my experience. You don't know a female's experience. But all I'm saying, I think 21, excuse me. I got to hit that cough button. I think 21 is, is, is a better age for to, to do both. And again, you know, old enough to drink alcohol. You know, that's what they used to tell us in the army. Man, you know, we're, we're old enough to join the military and kill people, but we're not even old enough to drink. So I think that I think 21 is the best, uh, best age for both. Um, and all this came about because I listened to a, uh, interview with, uh, the singer, uh, Billie Eilish, and she was interviewed by Stern, Howard Stern. And she was talking about how she was traumatized about, she was watching porn when she was at a young age, like at 11 or something. Like, look, man, 11, that's too fucking young or anything especially porn but don't don't crack down on the porn industry um it kind of irritated me a little bit that she was cracking down on the porn industry she was talking shit about porn and companies or whatever and look where were your parents where where was you know i have six kids and again i talk to them i go over their phone i go look at their phone history and if I see something fishy, I'm like, hey, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> and I'll talk to them. I said, look, you're too young to be looking at this shit. If I catch you doing it again, I'm going to take your phone away. You know, you can give them some kind of consequences. You can't just give them a phone and give them a window to the world, and especially the world in pornography because it's there. Because I remember when I was a kid, in order for me to catch porn, is that's if somebody threw a porn magazine away in the garbage or whatever, and I found it, I'm like, oh, shit. I had it for like a month or two. So. The accessibility to today's porn compared to people my age and and something like that is it's just you can't even compare it. Porn is everywhere. And kids are very aware of what's going on. 
but it's your job as a parent to talk to them about it. Like, hey, son, you can't take a girl on a first date and expect to be eating her ass on the first date. It doesn't happen like that. You know, it's just slow roll your slow your roll a little bit. Calm down a little bit. Kick back. And again, it's a different time, but kids today are more sexually advanced and than, than, than we were. But I think it's the parents' job to really to really look into that. Uh, to to talk to them about, hey, look, it's not normal to to do this or to do that. Um, but you got to talk to your kids, man, about porn and all this bullshit. And talking, talking about kids, um, my son, my son is going to start doing uh, porn. And this is something that he has talked to me, talked to me about since he was like 18. And I'm like, nah, nah, fucker, you're too young. I don't want you doing porn at 18. <clears throat> so he's about to be 21 in June, and I got a couple of scenes already set up. And look, I'm not an animal. It's not, nobody looks forward to, oh, I'm going to go shoot my son today. I'm going to help him set up, do the solo stuff, and he's going to be shooting it mostly himself. But the thing is that I still will be around and, Things like that. And it's not easy for me. I mean, it is my son. <clears throat> but again, this is a business. It's a, it's a business. If you don't look at it that way, then you should get out of it. But it is a business. And it's, it's, it's you got to talk to people honestly. And I talked to my son honestly. And that's why I waited until he was 21. Because I told him all this stuff. I go, look, son, if you do poor now at 21, chances of you, chances of you having a real relationship are not really going to be that easy. I mean. Look at me. I, as soon as I tell a lot of girls that I'm a porn producer, they fucking run for the hills. They're not really into it, <laughs> you know. And hey, and I'm not, even, I'm not even working in front of the camera. I'm behind the camera. <clears throat> and I also told them, I go, look, it's your face is going to be out there. Your private parts are going to be out there. So for the rest of your life. So I need you to be 100 percent sure. So fucking three years, he bugged me three years. He kept on and kept on and he kept on asking me and asking me. I go, okay, well, I guess this cat is really serious about it. So we're going to do it. So yeah, he's going to do it. We've been talking about ideas. We're talking about scenes we're going to do. And, and actually it's pretty good content that we're going to shoot. And, but again, conversations there, he's 21. So there, you know, there you, there you go. That's what, um, that's what we're going to do. And I talked to his mom. His mom knows about it. I mean, if you all know who I'm married to, who I was married to, she's also in the, in the sex industry. And <clears throat> we're pretty open about it. So we're not over here panicking about our son shooting porn. It's just the thing that he really wants to do. And his father happens to be a porn producer. So, hey, you know, he's going to try it out. <clears throat> but the age thing is, you know, it's just the thing that not everybody's the same. I know some girls that are 18 and are very professional, very smart, very together. They're young, but they're not fucking dummies. They're very smart. They're very cocky. They're very calculated. And I know girls in their thirties, they're fucking low key retarded. Sorry. Can you say retarded? Oh, I guess so. <clears throat> just, um, 
they're fucking dumb. They're 35 and you think, okay, well, she's not 18 anymore. She's older, but she's still fucking dumb. And there you go. So that's why you can't really put everybody in one corner and say, okay, all you 18-year-olds can't do porn. All you, you know, people a certain age can't do something and stuff. You can't generalize people all at once. You can't put everybody in one category and say, that's it. No. And there's this girl that I work with. And again, she was 18. She had barely turned 18. So she was closer to 17 than 18. And I'm older. And I took my son with me when I shot her. And I felt more comfortable with him being there because he was closer to her age. And, you know, once you hit a certain age, you can't be hanging out with 18-year-olds. But again, she was another girl who's very smart, very calculated. She knows what she wants to do. I asked her a hundred times, is this what you want to do? Is this what you want to do? Is this what you want to do? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? This is what could happen. Your family may know. Your friends may know. People are going to call you names. They're going to call you ugly, blah, blah, blah. I, she was like, fuck it. I don't care. So again, I think myself and other producers should be that responsible in talking to these girls and maybe kind of discourage them a little bit because if you discourage, if you discourage them a little bit and they come back and wanted to do it, then okay, now now you heard all the consequences. Now you know what can happen. So anything that happens on now, it's on you. You know, I already I already told you what's going on. So again, ladies, um if you want to work for a company, do your research. Contact other female performers that work with certain people. Because believe it or not, a lot of companies shut down. When OnlyFans came out, um, a lot of companies just folded because they just couldn't compete. They couldn't compete with the money they were losing. Some of them were just barely floating, barely you know, floating by. Also, a lot of porn stars were making more money doing OnlyFans than working for companies. And, okay, here we go. Here's my fucking every episode OnlyFans rant. <laughs> What I'm saying is this. <clears throat> it's kind of a double-edged sword because most girls who have an OnlyFans don't make a lot of money. They don't make a lot of money because they don't have the need. Nobody knows who they are. They might have a few hundred followers. And yeah, you're going to make your little money, you know, maybe a couple hundred bucks a week or whatever. But you're not going to make the big money that you hear about. That's very, 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 very rare. So what some girls do now is they'll go ahead and do porn and they get that name. They get that name recognition. And that's very important. And I work with girls before and I always tell them, look, your name is more important than anything because that's what you're going to market. You're going to market yourself as so-and-so, whatever name you pick. <clears throat> and every time I tell a girl to use a name, I always tell them, use an easy name, an easy name that you could spell simply, that you could search for simply. Trademark your name, own your name, and there you go. And maybe do porn for like a year, do your rounds with all the big porn companies or whatnot, and then, you know, have your OnlyFans going, and, you know, eventually your OnlyFans is going to grow up bigger, bigger, and bigger, and it's going to come to the point where you're making more money doing OnlyFans than working with porn companies. So that's what the smart girls do. And then they'll eventually... Keep on working with porn companies just so they can keep their name up and their name out there and whatnot. But most of the girls that come in now, again, that's what they do. They'll have an OnlyFans. 
working in the porn industry for a year and then they kind of like back out from the porn industry and they just do their own thing because they already build up a base, they already build up a followership and they're making whatever amount they feel they should be making monthly. So that's kind of where they go from there. And that's why a lot of companies went out of business because there just weren't enough girls really out there to go around to, to be shooting constantly. And because you guys can understand that some porn, some porn companies shoot four or five scenes a week. And that's a lot. <laughs> and that's a lot of girls. So, you know, but like I told my son, everything goes in waves. Everything goes up and down. You know, I think OnlyFans lost a lot of, a lot of its lackluster because of what happened, I think, in September for my last episode that they were talking about how uh, OnlyFans might get rid of nudity and all that bullshit. That really shook everybody up. A lot of people were like, whoa, what the fuck? What are we going to do now? So um, that kind of woke up a lot of girls up like, oh, shit, I can't just depend on OnlyFans. I got to start thinking of doing stuff, too. Uh, excuse me. Okay, I had to get had to hit the hit the cough button again, but um, just be smart, okay. And if some of you girls follow me and you guys have any questions or yes about the industry, just hit me up. And you, I mean, you could contact me on my social media. I'll give it out before the podcast episode is over, but just. I'll advise you as much as I, as I can and um, just be smart. I always tell people, you know, if you have a funny feeling about somebody, you don't trust them or whatever, just go with your gut. Cause usually that's the best way to go about things. If something's kind of like fishy or kind of like shady, just, just go with that. Go with your gut. But, but most importantly, ask questions and talk to people that have worked with other people, you know, cause I work with people and, some relationships have been good and some relationships have been bad. So, you know, just kind of talk to the person who's in charge and see if they could give you good advice, you know. <clears throat> now, going back to um, joining the porn industry at a certain age, this also, you know, this social, I want to also apply this to guys too. 18 is too young to be doing porn. Um, because it's more mental for guys to to do to pornography. Mental because you mean you gotta have your dick up. I know when you're eighteen and obviously you're gonna have a heart on it all day, that's what you think about. But the porn industry is it's not like that. It's more about control, it's more about being able to control yourself and not nut every six minutes or five minutes once you stick it in. It's not like that. So actually some of the best porn stars, they're like in their thirties. They're like anywhere from their thirties to forties, maybe early fifties. Those are the guys who've been doing it for a long time, but they're so good because they have control and experience and and things like that. So at least try to be like in your early 20s. Don't, don't try to join the industry at 18. There's a lot of guys that look like little boys. Like my son looks really young. He looks like he's 15, but again, he's 21. But there's like two or three other guys also in the porn industry. They look really young, but they're again, they're in their mid-20s. So they just look young. It looks kind of creepy. But they they're old enough. Trust me, they're they're not fucking seventeen or whatever. <clears throat> um, but again, I promise, I promise to keep my podcast more regular. 
I have a nice little setup right now, and I'm going to do some interviews. Actually, I think the next podcast I'm going to do is going to be my, my ex-wife because she just had a humongous swinger parties at her swinger party at her house. And I always ask, get asked questions about it. And honestly, I don't know anything about that. That's not my thing. That's her thing. Um, and again, we might do a video. That's going to be the first video. Um, and I'm probably going to have it on YouTube and also my OnlyFans. Uh, uh, and again, everything I do is free except for OnlyFans right now. But everything I do is free, so download it. Um, but yeah, that's probably going to be our next our, our next uh, podcast. It's going to be with my ex-wife. And if you want to contact me, oops, give me a second. Uh, you can give me a Barrio Girls underscore official on Instagram. So Barrio Girls underscore official on Instagram. On Twitter, it's just Barrio Girls. And on uh, on uh, Snapchat is the Buyer Girls Official or El Alfonso seventy four. Because I'm actually more on Snapchat than anything. Um, but again, thank you for the support. Thank you for requesting me for another episode, another podcast. And I just want to thank all the supporters. All you guys uh, having great. Because a couple of times I'm like, uh, is everybody listening to me? And I actually do. I've got quite a bit of followers because I go and I look at the stats and I'm like, damn, how many people listen to my dumbass? Um, so, yeah, you guys do listen to my dumbass. So, again, I appreciate it and I thank you. If there's anything you guys want to listen to or talk about or whatever, just, you know, again, you can hit me up and um, I'll listen to some of your ideas. And um, so, say thank you. Muchas gracias for listening. And I will, I will catch you on the next one. Try to get some music for me for you guys. All right, talk to you guys later. Bye bye.